Hey everyone, this is Ashley with What's Up Under That. So, this is going to be like a really quick short message for y'all. Because I journaled about this some. And you know, it just really keeps crossing my mind. um, I'm pretty sure y'all are familiar like with the term like people are your mirror. And, you know, people like people projecting on you fears or just, you know, whatever the case, whatever the case may be. But I feel like oftentimes it's not really spoken of in a positive light, because one of the things that I've been just really observing of within myself lately is whenever other people trigger me. Or whenever something somebody else does makes me uncomfortable to really sit with that discomfort and examine it. And I've realized like here lately the discomfort has been surrounded around wanting more for myself and just wanting more, wanting more in my life. Um, it's also surrounded by me really to take the time out to ask myself like what do I really want? Like, you know, within my spiritual journey, what do I want for myself? What do I want for my relationship with my child? What do I want for the relationship with those that are around me, my business, my hobbies, and my friends that are around me are helping me with that. And that's like, it it really put me in a perspective to really take a step back and realize when it comes to healing that when it comes to healing while it may be uncomfortable if you kind of settle into the fact that this is being presented to me so that I can realize what I want it kind of narrows down the choices because now something you may not have wanted before something you may have convinced yourself You find yourself in this whole new world. Like, say you spent years convincing yourself you don't want to crochet. Now, you're at a point where you see somebody else crocheting and you see all these wonderful things they're making and it's upsetting you. But then you sit with yourself and you realize it's not that I'm upset with them for doing what they love. It's the fact that I realized I actually want to try crocheting and, you know, After you have that realization, you dive into the crochet world and you realize like, whoa, like I really like this shit. Like it's really, it's really fun. You know, it, it keeps me busy. Um, I'm not like you, you may notice that it helps you decrease your phone time because you're being focused on what you're doing. You are able to catch up on shows that you may have been like missing and different things like that. And it's like now that you have removed what you've restricted yourself from, you can genuinely see what it is that you want. So sometimes people mirroring you is not always a bad thing. And if it is an instance, like say, you're dealing with somebody that's like you keep noticing you're dealing with people in your life that are manipulative but you're like I'm not a manipulative person until God puts somebody in your life 
to bring that out of you. And that's not to say they are manipulative, but for you to really see and examine manipulative ways that you have. Now, being completely transparent with y'all, this is something that I noticed within myself. And I realized the root issue of this came from, in certain standpoints, my needs not being met. My needs not being met at times as a child. My needs not being met with friendships, one-sided relationships. My needs, you know, not being met when it comes to love. And me just accepting whatever from people, but instead of utilizing my voice instead of standing up for myself it manipulating people or doing things with a specific intention to get what it is that I needed seemed like a it seemed a lot easier because I didn't have to stand up for myself I didn't have to use my voice I didn't have to have those uncomfortable conversations and a lot of times when you're having to have uncomfortable conversations with people it's because You've been going without speaking up for yourself. You've been going without speaking up for yourself for so long. And now another instance that I realized is because I've never considered myself to be a manipulative person, but manipulation doesn't always have to be aggressive. It can also be very passive. Now, an instance, children don't always do what you want them to do. Quite frankly, sometimes they never do what you want to do. They, they do the complete opposite. It reminds you of Thing 1 and Thing 2 on the Dr. Seuss movie with, I forgot what dude's name is that's in the Austin Powers. And he said, in order to get Thing 1 and Thing 2 to do what you want them to do, you got to tell them to do the opposite. And that's how that shit be with kids. And I realized that I can be manipulative when it comes to my son. It'll be like, I'll tell him to do something and he won't do it. And it's something that I really need to be done or something that's very important. And it's like, I don't want to yell. Um, I don't give my son whoopings. And it's just kind of like, it's frustrating. So it's like, you know what? You won't give me what it is that I'm asking for. And I really need you to do this. So I'm going to take away something that it is that I know that you will want so I can get what I want. And it's like, and I've been telling myself I have to work better at communicating with him and getting him to understand things or just simply being like, you know what, I might just have to charge this to the game because... That in and of itself, with me doing that little thing right there, that can create a child that becomes manipulative. He sees, oh, when mommy gets angry that she doesn't get her way, she takes things from me. That's how men end up becoming manipulative in relationships. That's how men end up not being what's the word I'm looking for that's how men end up manipulating women when it comes to sex or coercing or whatever the case is they say like like and that's the for me that's the biggest thing I grew up on hearing as a teenager who was sexually active constantly hearing what you won't do another woman will and I'm pretty sure that's triggering for a lot of you because I know a lot of my listeners are women I'm pretty sure that's really triggering for you all to hear. Because 
I I think we can all agree, you know, I'm I'm what I'm 29 years old. When I was sexually active in high school, that was like what 2009, 2010 around that time. And that was the biggest thing that a lot of girls my age heard, what you won't do another woman will. And because of that age group and all of those things, it followed us into the age that it is that we are now. And it's just kind of like And I won't say entirely, it's just manipulation. It's the fact of seeing how their parents were brought up. But that's a story, that's a completely different story for another day. But the fact of the matter is, how not working on having better communication skills can essentially affect a child. And how something so small that it is that I'm doing could create a whole different outcome for anybody who may or may not deal with my son. And it's crazy because now I've realized, you know, with me doing, I don't know if this is something he he deals with at school or if it's because of my doing. Now it's to the point, like, if my son needs something, and I'm doing something or I'm stimming because I'm trying to calm myself down from whatever is overstimulating me, my son will say, Mommy, I don't want to be your friend anymore. And I told him one day, like, you can't do that to people. Like, you can't just not be people's friends because they're not doing, you know, they're not doing what it is that you want them to. Now, I told him, I said, it's one thing if they are hurting you if they're hurting your feelings or if the relationship feels one-sided if that's the case I completely and totally understand that in relationships that feel one-sided to you or you know just however it is that that may look but you don't do that to people somebody sets a boundary and I told him I said boundary you are allowed to set boundaries in your friendship and I think that's my biggest thing that's what I'm dealing with too right now is me realizing how different my adult relationships look compared to my relations my French not relationships my adult friendships look as opposed to my relate adult my friendships as a child and now like I'm I'm really learning like I can't be as available to everybody in the way that it is that I used to like I was just telling a friend yesterday like I went through and I still go through this period where I feel bad for not texting my friends back I feel bad for leaving people on red but it's like now that I'm breaking out of that cycle of people pleasing, because I've been doing that shit for so many goddamn years, and it's only caused me to be angry. It's only caused me to be bitter. It's only caused me to resent people that I once loved because I didn't set those boundaries. But also, too, the resentment came from because I knew when I took away that part of me, that they constantly had access to, I knew those people would no longer be in my life. So I prolonged them being there by always trying to be there for them. And it's like now with friendships, like I'm really learning to set boundaries for the sake of myself because I really do value my friendships. Like I'm one of those type of people, especially being a tourist, when it comes to anything long term, I genuinely value it. I will do it. And it's like how my friends have been a huge part in 
me, you know, working on myself, my friends that are moms really teaching me and showing me how to be a better mom, me working to be more present when it comes to being a mother. And it's just like, I can't keep always pouring into other people if What's what's what what what's the word I'm looking for? I'm in a space now where I can't keep just solidly pouring into other people. And that's not to say that my friends are pouring into me cuz all of my friendships, like literally all of my friendships that I have in this very moment, I am adequately being poured into. And now it's just really of a matter of me pouring into myself and that's setting boundaries when needed or just like I guess you could say shit. An instance an instance right now, like it's, it's 845. Y'all are probably going to hear this, this episode in about 45 minutes. Cause spirit said, this is a message y'all need to hear. And right now my inner child needs some comfort. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make myself some coffee, make myself a little something to eat. And I'm going to watch the little mermaid. Because I need that right now. And like any other time, I would have been quick to try to text people to telling people good morning and seeing how their like morning is going. And it's like I haven't even fully checked in or been here for myself yet. And I'm being worried about being there for other people. And it cannot. And it's like, it's getting to the point I cannot be that way. Because even too, like, my spirit is telling me all these things that are changing in my life. You know, me moving and stuff. And I asked, like, how in the world am I going to be able to handle all of this by myself? And she said, your present self is what is going to help your future self be where she needs to be but also maintain those blessings that she will be receiving. And in orders, a lot of times in order to maintain the blessings that we have, we have to set boundaries. Whether that's with your finances, whether that's with your time, or whether that's pouring into one-sided relationships only. Because don't nobody have time to keep healing from one-sided relationships you know, we learn our lesson and we go through them, but they're just to learn the lesson. They're not something to keep repeatedly dealing with. And now you're sitting here looking crazy because you got to, you, you feel like you got to take care of yourself all over again. It's like every time that you got to heal from one side of relationships or relationships that are draining you, it literally... Imagine when every time you have to do that, it's like a metaphor. Every time you have to heal yourself or put yourself back together from one-sided relationships, think of it as you being sick with the flu. You have to constantly tend to yourself. There's nobody else to tend to you. There's nobody else to nurse your wounds. You have to. Of course, you can vent and you can talk to other people, but at the end of the day, you live in your body. You live in your mind. You have to constantly deal with that pain to really help you get an understanding of how much you need to take a step back sometimes from being there from other people so that you can be there for yourself so that you can pour into yourself rather than having to constantly nurse yourself back to health. So that was the message for y'all. 
I hope y'all have an amazing Wednesday. It's it's graduation week here in Arizona. And I will talk to y'all soon. All right, bye.